The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. So previously on The Donut Bag, uh, we talked about how the... Well, last week, they... The, the the week before last week, two weeks ago, uh, they were on a three game winning streak. They beat the Capitals, they beat Toronto, and then they had an overtime loss to Montreal. Montreal, and then lost Toronto again. Then yeah, then they come home last Tuesday and lose five to two. While I was in attendance, they they looked bad in front of me. Unforgivable. Um, no, they looked absolutely terrible and. In particular, the top line of Crosby, Rust, and Gensel looked terrible. I think they were on the ice for all five Toronto goals. Then they go on a Midwest um, trip and went six to four uh, in Minnesota, went three nothing at Winnipeg, and then went five to three in Chicago. Wow, what a difference a week makes. Yeah, and the difference with Sidney Crosby, who has ten points in those three games. Uh, what what do you think happened? I think he watched our podcast. <laughs> we are we are influencing this team. <laughs> no, it's just crazy because I did. I felt bad actually after our last podcast. Um, I I didn't sleep that night. I was lying in bed going, "Oh my god, I went I went too far. I crossed the line." Because I was really I kind of teared into Sydney, and I I felt bad. I genuinely felt bad because that's not as a coach. That's not how you how you motivate your players. And I'm not saying I'm his coach. I'm just saying hypothetically. So what I did being a coach was something that I'm really highly against. But it, but it worked. I mean. He had four points against, um, hold on, sorry. Refer to my Minnesota? Notes. Yeah, he had four points, uh, two goals, two assists against uh, Minnesota. And then he had two assists against uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And then he had a uh, goal and three assists um, against Chicago. And yeah, so maybe he is, who knows. But um, either way, maybe the it just the message got to him somehow. And he... I- he totally brought his game to life and I could not be more, more pleased. Literally. It wasn't, it wasn't just us. There were so many people that were saying what is wrong with him. Something, something is wrong with him and something is wrong with that line. And, and since then, basically rust was taken off that, that line, which we wanted him, you wanted him like taken out of the third or fourth line, but he, he got, he got taken to the second line and Raquel came up, to the first line, and it just seems like Crosby gets Raquel didn't really Raquel. get too many points either. So I'm really, I don't think Raquel's the big deciding factor in this. Um, and I still don't think it was a good idea to tear apart our, our best line um, to save Sydney. The second Sydney, line. Sydney, he can do things on his own. He could play with Dumoulin on his wing and still get the job done. And I know Dumoulin's a defenseman before people lose their mind. My point is that. It was it was a gamble to tear apart Gino's line. And yes, Russ can play well with Gino. Russ still isn't really, you know, he did get a goal um, in the last three games, but he's still not cutting it for me. I think he needs a little bit more inspiration. But so far, we're winning. Sydney's playing well. If Gino's line starts to, you know, tanker, 
um, then we'll have to re, you know, re talk about it. Yeah, my words are great. Laryngitis has got me, but my brain isn't functioning <laughs> either. <laughs> my my words aren't great either, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, the top the, the top two lines are are I mean still. Malkin and Zucker are, are are playing really well together too, which is which is great. Um, I don't know about Zucker. I'm going to call him Zucker because he sounds like a sucker, and I like. I mean, he <laughs> rhymes with sucker, and I like suckers, and it also rhymes with my favorite cuss word. So, um, <laughs> mother mother I Zucker. To say that though, but I think I think that. Um, I, I think, sorry, interruption. I think that it's good to run with what we have so far. I noticed Dumoulin has been brought back down to the second pairing and I, I our third pairing. And I will have to say, Dumoulin's been good. The last three games, Dumoulin had um, one turnover in the last three games. And aside from that, he's been, he's been, he's been really good. Uh, one missed shot. Defensemen aren't expected to shoot so much, but he's playing, he's knowing his position, he's playing his position better, which I like to see. Um, whether I keep him down on the third pairing, I don't know. I would just go with what works, you know, and Patterson and Latang seem to be doing fine. Um, uh, I, I guess we need to, I guess the only thing I would say going off the last three game win, no, two game, we won the last two, no, three games. We won the last three. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Is is roll, roll with this roster, this lineup. Roll with it consistently until Christmas break. Let these guys build up some chemistry. I know they know each other, but I don't find that Pittsburgh, the Penguins have an identity yet. And they don't have that, you know, that family feel that we had back in uh, 15 through 17. Uh, 2015 through 2017 it was different it was a different feel when they were on the ice and on the bench and everything was so fluid and natural and beautiful and they were having fun um and i've noticed you notice they're having fun they came mm -hmm. out they came that that was another one of my tears i'm yeah. saying you gotta have fun they came out in game um against minnesota one six four now they let in three goals in the third period, one B uh, from Minnesota, they let Minnesota score three goals in the third period. This is a problem. And then it happened again with Chicago. This is a problem. P Pittsburgh needs to learn how to hold on to their lead and shut down the opposing team's offense because this is gamble and players uh, opposing teams know this is a weakness of Pittsburgh. They know, okay, they get tired out and they get the lead and they don't try as hard. So let's reserve our energy and then play them really hard in the third. Pittsburgh has become very, very predictable. And that is something we need to change. It is so frustrating. It is so frustrating. And they've and we've seen it so many times that they've given up leads. And just like you said, they're, they're, they don't change anything. It is predictable. You know, they say, well, don't change the way you play. Well, you got to when you have a lead. Winning is yeah. nice. Do something about winning. Okay. You know, you, you just, it's okay to be more defensive. It's okay to play a more defensive style. The, the, the ground isn't going to open up and swallow you in, in, into the depths of hell. It's okay to play defensive people. My goodness. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It's, it's absolutely crazy. I think that, um, 
you know, it's early still. We played 19 games. We're starting to get our feet. We're finding our place on the team, like within the team and the lineups and stuff. Sullivan's been taking a few risks. You know, Kapanen's been scratched. When's the last time Kapanen played? I think it was when we lost. The last time was uh, that game where he had to play because somebody got sick. Uh, Montreal. Was it Montreal? It was in Montreal. Yeah. Montreal, yeah. And we lost in overtime. Not saying Kapanen's at the end all, but I think he might be either washed up or dealing with some serious mentality problems. Um, and I'm not the type of person to give up on a player. I'm the type of person to give the player the benefit of the chance and the ability. I am so sorry with my voice. The ability to redeem themselves. We see it happen with goalies. Like for a minute, come on. I was happy Murray won that game. I'm sorry, but I was so happy Murray. Won. Oh, Murray, yeah, so yeah, happy. That's I cried good for him. And it was so it was so like confusing for me because it's like my team playing one of my favorite goalies, but Murray's had so many problems, and it. I was happy. You know, it was one loss the, the Penguins had that I wasn't really upset about, but I got off track there. I'm sorry. But yeah, become less predictable. Big. The, the other thing is um, Jari has just been in general the past few weeks horrible. Yeah. And on Saturday, he basically, I mean, he got the shutout and that was a very well-earned shutout. Yeah. Very impressive. Hopefully, hopefully that means he'll be okay. He'll be he'll be better now. Hopefully. It's tough. Goalies play hurt all the time. Goalies have a lot of pressure on them, and especially us in Pittsburgh. Like, I don't I think we have two backup goalies. I'll say that till I'm blue in the face. Um, both goalies can be equally good, but also equally bad. Um, and you know, if we're gonna run with that, we need to focus on health and mental health primarily um i speak a lot about mentality in this this game and i'll be honest with you hockey, uh, goalies have it the hardest yeah it's the hardest oh, position yeah, to play yeah. not just because you're stopping pucks but your your whole team's relying on you yeah 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 so so i know you you keep track of the uh the turnovers and the, and the shots what are you seeing these past few games okay so um so the last three games we had a total of 25 turnovers, which is a little high. You want me to break it down? Okay. Yep. So game 17 against the Wild, we had only five turnovers. Um, five turnovers in the whole game? Yeah, man. Wow. I was so proud. That was but then that's again, really impressive. Come, uh, we go to Winnipeg and we had 11. And then nine against Chicago. So if my math is right, that's 25. Okay. Um, it's still too high. And turnovers are risky. Uh, turnovers happen because players are t- just passing without looking. Um, I know some, you know, sometimes they happen because another player is paying, the opposing player is paying attention to the player. Hockey IQ is big when it comes to turnovers and stuff. You got to be able to predict, predict, anticipate your opponent's next move. And our team is notorious for turnovers. So um, you got to slow down a little bit. Keep the puck on your stick. Don't pass it necessarily till you know you've got a man and communicate. You got to communicate with, the, with your with your 
teammates when you're on the ice because turnovers are the, the most risky thing you can do. You're setting yourself up to be scored on because you lose control of the puck. And uh, we see that happen a lot, a lot of turnovers. Um, but uh, I, got, I got some news for you. Gino's still in first place. Wow. Okay. Six turnovers in three games. We should make a, a trophy at the end of the year for you to keep track. <laughs> it should look like a dunce cap. You remember those like dunce <laughs> I love you, Gino. I'm kidding. Not really kidding, but um, so Gino is in, in is in first with six turnovers. Um bear with me here. Uh Latang. Nope. Who's second? Oh, Petrie is in second with three. And tied for, for third with two is Rust, Zucker, McGinn, Patterson, Gensel, and Latang. Two turnovers in six three games. Too much per player. Six I had I I didn't much. hear Crosby on that list. Crosby did not make any turnovers. Wow. Fair. Yeah, he's really wow. pulled up his he's pulled up his boot socks or whatever the phrase is. It's so hard to get around cussing. I'm a very colorful <laughs> person. And I know we can't cuss on this podcast, so I'm always trying to come up with yeah. So, but 25 turnovers in three games is too much. I want to see that number down to five or less per game. Five per le- or less per game, and I'll be happy. But you know what's even better? Striving to make that zero. Communicate. Like I said, talk to your teammates. It's so, so important. Um, moving on, missed shots. Three games, we had 36 missed shots. Now, this is another problem I have because this a missed shot is an opportunity lost to score. Now, I know sometimes players are rushed and they're just trying to dump it on the net and hope, hoping for a deflection or, you know, going off an opposing player's skate. But that's sloppy. That is sloppy to me. This is a controlled game. It's a game of seconds and inches, and you need to dominate, assert your dominance better, especially when it comes to shooting. Um, I'm gonna. I got some news for you though. Gino is not on this list. Gino, who really? was at the top of the list with the 18 missed shots, he had no missed shots in the last three games. Wow. Zero. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe he heard my our podcast too. Yeah. But um, hey, if you do, congratulations on the thousand games, Gino. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> missed shots in first place is uh Zucker Zucker. I'm sticking with Zucker. I still say Connor. You know Shuri. what? Play better, and we'll we'll say your name right, buddy. That's it. Play better, and I'll say your name right. Earn you earn your name. You earn a pronounce of correct pronunciation of your name. We don't just hand out uh, right names to people. You gotta earn it. Oh my god, you're killing me! I can't laugh because it'll strip my voice even more. <laughs> um, in second place, we have Brian Rust with five. In third place, we have. Sydney with four. Um, and then honorable mentions, we've got Raquel, Gensel, Patterson, I'm sorry, and Patterson, all with three. I need these players, all players that I just named, go on the ice after practice, take a bucket of pucks, and just shoot on the net. If you want to make things complicated, put some pylons or some dummies, player dummies, and for, you know, uh, what are the obstacles? But I want like 100 shots after practice 100 pucks off all these players zucker rust sydney raquel 
um, Gensel and Pedersen. And, and you know what, even Gino, I know he didn't have any in the last three games, but he's still, he's still leading the ranks in that department. Um, you can't miss, you can't miss. And I know it sounds like, Oh, you go do it. Okay. Sign me up. I'll do it. I'll show you. How to do it. <laughs> we'll show you. We'll show you. I'm on my way. But my point is a missed shot is a missed opportunity and we can't have that many. That being said, in 19 games played, we have 172 turnovers. That's almost 10 a game. And 234 missed shots. That's that's a lot. Yeah, it's a bit too high for my liking. And I, I normally don't really get into these two areas, but I decided to this year because it is a problem. Like we've been known to be a turnover machine for a long time. And with the amount of talent and experience we have on this Pittsburgh team, they got to tighten those areas up. Um, yeah. And getting stronger on the dot. Uh, 87. They the should first have... game after my rant, he was like 70%. And I was so happy. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, yay. And then it just kind of went down. It's a confidence thing. And he can change that. Absolutely, he can change that. Do it. They um they should have they have him uh, on the um at the All Star game they have the the net with the plates on each corner. It's like a, tutor, a shooter tutor. It's just instead of having the shooter tutor up, yeah, the plates. I don't know if I necessarily like. Yeah, do that. Do that. Like uh, I, whatever it is, just get those pucks on the net. Work on accuracy. This team. Primarily, I'm trying to find my old notes here because I, I wrote down them all. Yeah, missed shots. Yeah, this team has a has an issue with accuracy. And I'm not asking for a lot. You guys are paid a lot. Just do better. I'm going to try to find if, the, if, if someone, if, if there's another uh... – oh, Way to get to, to uh, get this. Anyway, looking ahead to this week, we have Calgary at home on Wednesday, uh, and then and that's that's the um, that's always the big um, night before Thanksgiving game, which is which gets it's always I guarantee it'll be a sellout because everybody's everybody's home for the holidays. Uh-oh. Uh, then it's uh, on Friday. It's at Philly, which I believe is the first game against Philly, Philly this, year. this year. Yeah, and Torts. <laughs> Always a good time when you play Torts. Yeah, like, I'll be I'm, I'll be watching that game, the pregame, the postgame with popcorn, all ready for it. Gotta love, I love that man. Love him. He's one of the most colorful uh, coaches in the league. And I, li- I wish we could have more, you know, colorful, you know. He's so entertaining. He's so He's entertaining. So he nails it. I cannot wait because his big thing is that, you know, every the whole whole league caters to Sid and Gino, that, that you know, they get preferential treatment and everything's about them. I, I love, I love stuff like that. We need people with personality instead of, you know, coaches and, and players just giving cliches. And, yeah, you know, and not the vanilla answers. Like, I mean, a lot of players are still very vanilla in their, their interviews. Got to get pucks deep, pucks on the net. You know, we got to do better. Play better, one better game at a time. Yeah. Uh, 
But you know what? I don't watch hockey for their personality off off the camp off the ice. I watch for how they are on the ice. But it is it is fun to see like a little bit of you know pizzazz. That's why I was a big fan of Sean Avery because he had personality. Oh, you know? oh you, wait, as a as a commentator or as a player? No, just as a as, as a pl- potter. Oh yeah, yeah but he him. was he went a little too far sometimes. Nah, he was great. As far as looking <laughs> players' faces. Yeah, yeah. When he got right in the goalie's face or whatever, I mean, even his own teammates were like, "Dude, stop that." Uh, I just love it. I love the draw that drama aspect. I like that. You know, I tweeted about it a couple days ago that every NHL player should be mic'd up on the ice and they should do an adult only stream where there's no commentation. Like there's no announcers broadcasting the game. All we hear is, you know, skates on the ice and everyone talking to each other. Is that all it is? Is just them swearing? No. Do the players swear a lot? Oh yeah. Do players swear a lot on the ice? They do. They do. And you can hear that. You can hear that on, on TV. Oh, yeah, that's true. For the most part. But just some of the conversations, it's funny. And like when players are talking to each other on the bench, it's funny. I guess being on many benches in my life, don't take that out of context, please. Um, you just see, like, you see, I remember um, in the 3HL tour, our championship game for the season, uh, my team, it was, yeah, wasn't my team? Yeah, my team, the Guelph Brewers. We're playing, I think, the London Knights. It's a three-on-three men's professional hockey league. Well, it's, anyways, my team won. But both benches cleared off, and there was a huge fight at the end of the game. And I'm there screaming, knock it off, boys, knock it off. It was highly entertaining. I was just worried someone was going to get hurt, and I was kind of acting, you know, medical training. <laughs> but it's fine. What? It's fine. Were, you saying, were you saying, knock it off? And really, you were saying, come on, get him. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I was like whispering, knock it off. <laughs> knock it off. Keep going. Stop it. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. It's just, it's just one thing I like about hockey is the emotion. It's a highly emotional game. And a lot of players are very passionate about it. And I like that. I like, you know, a lot of, you see a lot of things like where our women say men are very, you know, unemotional. They're closed off or this, that, and the other. You know, and that's an attack on men. And I apologize to all men for that on behalf of women. You don't deserve that. But in hockey, there's no holds bar. Those emotions fly and you get to really see the organic person, the character. And whether you agree with them or not, for example, Sean Avery's mouth or Brian Marchand's tongue, um, it's entertainment. And it, it, it shows these players as they are. And I think it's beautiful. And I, I, I love it. One of the reasons I love this game so much. Yeah. Let let the players just be themselves and yeah, man. whatever happens, happens. I think so. All right. Well, get get better. Well we can't say you you have you have a, a laryngitis or something like that. We, we you know, they don't say that you know they don't they don't give be specific about injuries. So we'll just say you have an upper body injury. Yeah, so, so the other so the other podcast don't don't target your voice or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, so so you you have an upper body injury and you're 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 episode to episode. <laughs> I'm playing through the pain, baby. It's you're, the Stanley Cup final. Let's go. You're not at hundred percent, but you're still uh, you're not still at playing at a lot high level. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'll, I'll see you. All right, Joe. Cheers. Bye.